So the Eagles-Giants game is an interesting one this weekend because it's a division it's a division rivalry game, right? So I actually took the Giants at plus 7.5 just because just getting the hook there, I was hoping yeah. to get it becomes a t- one-touchdown game that kind of keeps the Giants still in there covering but losing. But it's, it's kind of one of those where you can talk yourself into a lot of different things, right? Where you yeah. can say... Oh man, Saquon can run all over that that Eagles run defense that's just not very good. But then on the other side of things, it's well if the Giants are behind, Daniel Jones isn't going to bring them back against Jalen Hurts and what he's able to do. I still, because I've seen this so many times covering the NFC East, I like the Giants to cover in this. But I, 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 it's not the one that I'm the most confident in, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I have a hard time betting against the Eagles. It's not a fun thing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, they no, just, no. It's not fun. It sucks. I, I may put, totally regret it. I put like three units on mm-hmm. Titans in different ways last week. I had them yeah, two unit, two units on the Titans just don't, to cover. Let's, let's move on from that. Game. Yeah, you had a Derrick Henry prop. Is that just, not one of the worst days? Like, it was. Yep, it was a really it it cross that off the list. Jags Titans done. Okay, yeah. we've talked like, about that. Let's put that on there, guys. We, no, we are clearly on the wrong side. <laughs> like five minutes to go in the first quarter, and I was and I was like stupid. Yeah, like, that was a bad yeah. bet. Bad word. So I have a really hard time thinking to myself, like, man, maybe just the Eagles are really hot right now and they figured some things out defensively. And on top of that, the Giants offensively have one weapon outside of Saquon Barkley, right? And Saquon has been, if you look at him from a, a production standpoint, he's had only four games. It's been kind of 80% of his production. So yeah. it's not like you can consistently rely on him game to game mm-hmm. to get you 85, 95, 105 yep. yards, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got Darius Slayton as the only option, really, that Daniel Jones can go to. And listen, Darius, Slay- Darius Slayton's been very good. Like, when he's on the field, he's a guy who could legitimately get you, you know, 45 yards on one throw, right? Like, on one reception. So, but I just have a really hard time imagining. I, I can't see the game script that that allows the Giants. Because it's seven now, right? It's not seven and a half. It's seven. Uh, right now, it is currently at. It should be seven and a half. Oh, seven, and seven and a half. It's still seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half uh, minus one fifteen for it's, the Giants. It's yeah. just a tough, tough number for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a pass. I think it's a pass for me. So I'm with Nick. I grabbed the Giants just because, like, I mean, we've seen this matchup, this, these divisional matchups, especially you know in this division. And you look at the Giants, uh, nine and three straight up this yeah, season, which are. is yep. the best against the spread start, you know, through 12 games since I believe for them 2008. And I was kind of making the case they're going to play this game tough because they'll be able to run the ball with Saquon. You could take advantage of the Eagles' run defense. But then Jordan Davis came back last week, and they completely shut down Derrick Henry. You know, they did acquire Sue a couple weeks ago. He looks like he's still got some good football left in him. And the thing is, like, I haven't played – I haven't gotten off it yet, but if we did get to six and a half or just back to seven, I might get off this one because I don't like it as much as I did on Monday. Uh, Just because I – what you said, man – I don't know if Daniel Jones, let's say the Eagles do the Eagles thing that they did against the Titans. Like 17-0. Yeah, I don't know that Daniel Jones is going to get him back in the game. That's that's what concerns me. And they're number two in the league on early downs the first three quarters of games and an offensive success rate in the three quarters, meaning like they get up big, they get off to these leads, then they kind of take their foot off the gas. So I'm with you right now on the Giants. But that's one I might have to get off of. I don't know. Because like Trista said, betting against the Eagles right now, it is not fun. I, I mean, the one thing I am leaning on is the Giants have been really good as an underdog this yeah. year, right? 7-1 and one yeah. as an underdog. That, that's the most in the NFL. They're 5-2-1 and one outright as an underdog. I mean, they've you came into... Uh, part of that, too, is the market not adjusting for a while and figuring out whether we could actually take the Giants seriously or not. So they were underdogs more than maybe you'd, you know, you'd see the rest of the way here now, but... 
oh. it's it's tough. I'm really I'm I'm a lot of it again. That's not one of my most confident bets. Mm-hmm. That's kind of almost just a gut thing of like this is this just has that feel of Brian Dable getting that team prepared and the Eagles having to deal with some issues in the run game, and it's just enough to keep that thing close. I think yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take an A.J. Brown uh, receiving yards. 71 and a half, minus 115 each way. That's what I was going to say. The thing that scares me, though, is the weather. I mean, it, right yeah, now it's what's... just like a possible chance of rain, 38-degree weather. Uh, they're saying, like, maybe drizzles in the afternoon. But it's changed three times already this week. I thought maybe we were going to get some some bad rain, maybe a little bit of a uh, Yeah, little, let me look at MetLife right now. A little mix. 38 degrees, it's going to be a kickoff, uh, though, with a slight chance of rain, I believe, and some strong winds coming in there. The other thing is... It's not 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 throwing weather, to the, say the, the least. The other thing is, okay, <laughs> so it was like, all right, the Giants will be able to run the ball against the Eagles' run defense, and the Eagles struggled to defend those short passes, you know, seven, nine yards, intended air yards. You could kind of dink and dunk the, down the field. But the other thing is, man, like, um, Jalen Hurts used to be terrible. Used to be. I mean, he's he, it's really his second year when you think about it. Third year. And he used to be bad against the Blitz. But now this year, he only has two turnover-worthy throws against the Blitz. We know what Wink's going to do. Blitz the hell out of mm-hmm. him. And he has a, a QB rating of over 100 against the Blitz. So Jalen, I mean, we'll talk to Baldy about he this next week, He stands tall in the pocket. He's he's honestly improved his accuracy, everything. I didn't know that he was going to be... I thought he'd be more of like a gadget guy. He couldn't throw outside the numbers. He could make every single throw. He's the real deal. He, sh- he might end up winning the MVP, so... I don't know. They're a scary team right now. I'm just going to take us off subject for one second. Zion just called an ISO and like four sons came over to try and stop him. And he just had just bail out. It just was really funny how it's like he's sitting there waving everybody off and he's calling an ISO play. And then all of a sudden, every single every single son's defender just kind of came over and he was like, no, that's what we call gravity. That's like that's the definition (laughs) of NBA. Like you're a planet. Like people just automatically come into you. One, let, me, let me shout out Zion, though, you guys. 11 right. minutes of action, 9 points, yes. 4 boards. Nice. So Love we're looking that. pretty those, good. Those numbers were good. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens are, don't know how much time they're going to be without Lamar Jackson. I, I mean, we don't know. right? Last year, they were 8-3. and three. He gets hurt. They don't win another game the rest of the year. I mean, they were decimated by injuries in general. I got a future out on the Ravens winning the division. I feel less and less confident giving not only Lamar Jackson's issue and his injury, but uh, Joe Burrow and the, the Bengals have no Super Bowl hangover whatsoever here. Baltimore's a two-point dog. Heading to Pittsburgh, the total is low as hell here. I actually took the under anyway in this, 36 yeah. and a half. I still took the under. I do not care. Because it's just it's just bad quarterback play. It's not going to be a lot of scoring. I mean, Huntley's a nice backup quarterback, but they're not going to go putting up 30 in this game. It's it's. I just don't know what to make of the Ravens even at this point because we don't know how long Lamar Jackson's going to be out. And once he comes back, it's not like he was playing MVP-level football. He was struggling. He was turning the ball over. They've been blowing a ton of leads in this. I don't like the spread at all, but I'm going to take the under of that. Just just given the fact that, look, Kenny Pickett will throw maybe one touchdown pass. It's what his MO is. It's one and then a couple of turnovers. And the Ravens offense will just try to run the ball a lot. And they're a running team that's had injured running backs all year. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's an under scenario for me, right? Like, you've got both offenses are pretty inept. I mean, Kenny Pickett has looked good at times. And, yeah, he has yeah. some some weapons, but just... Just a really rough offense right now. Uh, and then you've got, especially once they got rid of Chase Claypool. And then the Ravens have been just decimated. Like, they're they're really just struggling, especially without Lamar. They've had issues, obviously, with injuries, with Rashad Bateman, with Mark Andrews, with J.K. Dobbins. Like, you're really just getting two defensive teams. Uh, and you're in Pittsburgh. I was looking at the weather here. It looks like it's going to be, it's going to be okay. Like, 45 degrees with a chance of rain. But yeah, under under or nothing, probably not going to take Ravens at plus two. 
This is not a game I'm I'm very interested in betting. This was going to be my favorite game of the week because I thought Lamar was going to be healthy, and I thought that we were going to get the Steelers as three-point dogs, but now we've seen a five-point line move where they're two-point favorites now. If this gets to three, Baltimore would be my favorite bet of the season, plus three, which is crazy because I wanted Pittsburgh plus three with a healthy Lamar at home in a divisional matchup. But right now, my favorite bet of the week would just be the team total under because I don't know that we're going to get to three here. So I'm just going to go Steelers. Under 18 and a half points. It's only minus 110. You guys broke down everything right there. Just not very good offensively. I think the Ravens are trending towards being maybe even a top five unit after picking up Roquan. They just got to stay healthy in the secondary. So I don't see Pickett doing a whole lot. You can't really run against Baltimore. So I love the 18 and a half, the under team total for Pittsburgh. Uh, The last one here. (laughs) The Chiefs may just retire the Broncos defense. They may just give up when this is all said and done. Kansas City, a nine and a half point favorite in this game. I I would take the over in this just because Kansas City could maybe put up 40 by themselves because the Broncos are like, you know what? Hey, Russell Wilson, if you're not going to do anything, we're exhausted. We can't play anymore. So you just go ahead and play defense while you're at it. The Broncos are a complete disaster and Kansas City's looking to win a Super Bowl. So I... I, I like Kansas City covering nine and a half. I, I'd honestly, I'd probably still take the over on this just because of the Chiefs alone, but I'd stay away from the total just because we know every game goes under with the Broncos. Yeah, but I, 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 there's a chance they break their defense. Yeah, I, I like the under a lot. I mean, Denver's scoring defense is number two in the NFL. They're holding opponents to 17 points per game. Obviously, we know what they did last week. You know, holding uh, you know, ho- holding uh, their opponent to 10. But man, it's just been like they're a really good pass defense, really good mm-hmm. rush defense. And despite how good Kansas City has been and how balanced they've been offensively, you can get you can scheme against them and and shut them down. And and that's that's a scary number, right? Like that's mm-hmm. why the number is as high as it is, is because of Kansas City alone. But Denver's not going to score. That they're gonna put up maybe nine points, maybe, maybe fourteen points max. I don't think Kansas City puts up, you know, twice the the amount that Denver normally gives up 30 something points. So 44, I'm comfortable taking the under there. I grabbed some Denver plus 10 at minus 115 over at BetMGM. I was going to wait for it, but I just grabbed it. I just I think it looks like the perfect bounce back spot for the Chiefs and they'll win this game. But I think they win this game by like 7 8 points. I don't think it should be 10 as bad as Denver's been. Their defense you like take you the said under is a top 5 unit. Yeah, I like the under in this game too. That's probably the better play, but I'm just going to grab the double digits with Denver. Maybe we get there, maybe we don't. We probably don't. The problem is, are they going to score enough points? Because Russell Wilson's been terrible. Nathaniel Hackett's going to be fired. We already know. But that defense is really damn good, like you just said. At this point, just fire Nathaniel Hackett after this game. Denver has gone under in 92% of their games. Crazy. 92%. You have a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, there. You might not make Under the Hall of Fame. Hackett's going to be. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. I knew. I was waiting. I was like, I know what Tristan's going to say I, when I, I, I say know, this. We might make that's the a Hall of Famer. Fame. That's a Hall of Famer. You pump the brakes there, but we'll just what we'll do is you just wipe out what happens in Denver because if this continues, then I, I mean, yeah, he's got. He may shot. retire in a couple of years at this point and just start doing dumb TikTok videos with his wife where he's. Really corny and you and just cheesy and cringy, just cringeworthy every yeah, single time. Every time. But it's it's amazing. His play has actually been more cringeworthy this year than anything he does on social media, which, which is mind blowing. 